The long wait is over. We survived. We beat Spurs. Then the summer began with polls. Polls about polls. People boycotting from polls. Polls about whether we needed another poll. Big Sam Allardyce has survived, although the knives remain sharpened. However, a relatively poor pre-season has seen frustrations mount, despite the reappearance of Teddy Sheringham as attacking coach. The squad has been bolstered with seemingly high-quality additions. Maru Zaratai. Cheku Kuyatai, Aaron Cresswell, Diego Poyet, Enna Valencia, and Carl Jenkinson. Despite this, dark clouds continue to hover overhead. Ravel Morrison has been arrested again. Andy Carroll is injured for months again. And everyone is arguing on Twitter. Again. Amongst all this, two heavyweights of the sport podcasting game are emerging from the summertime sadness. Volume 1 saw the KUMB podcast voted the best West Ham podcast by another West Ham podcast. Volume 2 culminated with a live event attended by hundreds and ended with the presenters going on an all-night bender with Frankie McAvenny. Yes, the wait is over. Volume 3 of the KUMB West Ham podcast is here. Season 2014-2015. Come on, you Irons! And here are your hosts. He once had a wee next to Morton Harkett from AHA. It's James Longman. And the exceedingly good-looking, <laughs> BAFTA-winning, eligible bachelor, Chris Skull, with a C. Hello and welcome to season three of the Knees Up Mother Brown West Ham podcast, volume three. We are back after a long summer. Joining me here in the studio, James Longman is back. Good afternoon. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I know, it's back. Yeah. I'm going to call it series three. Uh, I'm not going to get American. It's volume three for very specific reasons. Oh, okay. And I'll either, I, you know, I'll break the news to our listeners in a second. But joining us here in the studio as well, he was here for the first episode of the last volume, Rio. Evening, people. Welcome back. It's great to have you here. Thank you very much. Good to be back. And it's good to be back, James. Good to it be is back. good to be back. The podcast been, is back. It's been a long summer. I know. As listeners have tweeted infrequently saying they couldn't wait for it to come back. We've had at least, we've had tens of tweets. <laughs> and ones of tweets. <laughs> and what a summer it's been. A lot has happened to, at the club. But more importantly uh, for you personally, James, something that's happened to you. You've got married now. And all, yes. our, all our female listeners. Are, uh, well, and some boys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> No exclusive. So I mean, that's uh, big news, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm married. Yeah, it's over. The, dream. the dream's over. <laughs> the dream is over. <laughs> the Hanging daily up. dream dies. <laughs> Hanging up the boots. <laughs> um, what else has happened? I mean, the World, World Cup. The World Cup happened. Yeah. I mean, Rio, did you enjoy the World Cup? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed the first stage probably more than the latter, just yeah. because there was some shocking defending. You know, yeah. no one could defend to save their life until the quarterfinals. Yeah. So yeah, it was inter- entertaining. There was what, Pablo Almero was out there, wasn't yes, he? Yes, that's West Ham pretty legend. much it, wasn't it? <laughs> oh no, um, Barami. 
Barami, yeah, he actually looks alright. He actually yeah. looks alright. I know he always, but he's handsome, isn't he? Yeah, he's <laughs> he runs guy. around, looks handsome, and we, we claim, that's why we've got to have it. Can we claim Buffon as West Ham? Since he really wants to play for us one day. Yeah. Yeah. Is, it, is yep. that actually true? Yeah, he said really? like, West Ham is one of the clubs he admires and like to play for because of the fans, you know. So, so about the, is an Italian West Ham connection there, isn't there? Yep. Always consistent. Um, I, I, was, I enjoyed the World Cup, but I was disappointed because, well, obviously because it felt like everyone was going to watch World Cup and we had no. No part in it. <laughs> there was like, that. No, there was that literally week. Literally no part. There was that week where we were there or thereabouts. There was that almost goal by Sturridge. <laughs> that's it, that's it. Over. When that nearly went in. Oh, what a, what a day that would have been. What, uh, yeah. So we had the World Cup, but of course, uh, the last time you heard from us was the KUB Awards. Yes, Rio was there. Did you have a good night? Yeah, on a great night. I was stuck up the back uh, trying to decipher what Frank McAvenny was saying. <laughs> we were at the front trying to decipher. <laughs> yeah, no. I, th- I think next year we need subtitles, large screen subtitles. So, yeah, but no, I had a fantastic night. Okay. Yeah, it was good. You well, have a good thanks time? Thanks to everyone who came. Yeah, I loved it. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah. It was great. Uh, great to meet so many people who contribute to the show. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. emails and stuff like that. And then, of course, uh, Frank McAvenny and Martin Allen as well. Yes. And they didn't let us down. They <laughs> no. did not let us down. No, it's funny, Martin Allen, wasn't it? Because he's kind of a... He'll keep going at you until you're ready to... You know, until he finds a weakness. I know. I know. I was really... You, know, you can't tell with him, can you? No. If he's having a, if he's having a joke with you no. or he actually hates you. Yeah. But, we like, but, but like towards the end, I think he'd have a couple of beers or something like that. He seemed... He loosened up a lot. Yes. But, uh, you know, when we went, went off the record. <laughs> when we went off the record. <laughs> it loosened up maybe too much. That's, I mean, that's an exclusive. That's not on the podcast. If you were there, you knew what... You know what went down. <laughs> On the off the record section, it was it was it was enlightening. Yes, it was, um, but not as enlightening as what happened after the off the record when uh, Frank McAvely came out with us. Yeah, we had a few we had beers. a night on the uh, town with Frank McAvely. <laughs> Rolling back the years, I, I, it wasn't quite as raucous as I'm sure it would have been. All yeah. of his stories. What I love about Frank McAvely was every story began with, and there's this page three girl in my room. <laughs> <laughs> And then everything, you know, it yeah. could go anywhere. It could just be, and then I just went for food. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so, so, like, he had so many stories, didn't he? Just like, it yeah. was so fascinating being out with him. Yeah, we went to a place and there were, uh, there were kind of quite a lot of girls there and they were kind of, what, trying to, they were saying, who's this guy with you? Is this your dad? Yeah. And then we were like, look him up. <laughs> it's not, you know, 30 years ago, he'd have been on the front page of every paper. Yeah. Yeah, and those girls that were going, who who is he? Would have been like all, all over, over him, but all they weren't. Over. I don't think they were page three enough. What was interesting? About, big what was interesting about that was that people were going up to us going, "Who is it?" Like they knew. I think it's something about the X Factor. Like he has, he has charisma. a star quality. That man's got charisma, but they didn't know. They wanted to know what, or he was just rolling around chatting everyone up. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Who is who is he?" It was when one on stage. You always had two beers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Yeah, one of the ones. That, that is class. Yeah. That and when class. we tried to wrap up the evening, he went, no, I want to give more. Yeah. I want to tell more stories. I'm not done. It was, he was a pro- proper legend. Yeah. They were both brilliant, actually. Um, and, of course, Martin Allen, Jeremy Nicholas, we thought that, I mean, that sounded a bit edgy at times. That might kick off. <laughs> Embraced on the side of the stage. Sexual tension. <laughs> uh, but a wicked night, I think we're going to do it again, aren't we? Yeah, so thank you to Jeremy as well, actually. Oh, yeah, Jeremy was wicked. Yeah. yeah, really good. Uh, and we're going to do it again. We'd like to raise a bit of yeah. money for the We might Bobby do a Christmas one. We raise money for probably yeah. more. In fact, yeah, you should get if people like, I think it'd be good for people, listeners to kind of say who they'd like to see at an event like that. I, my instinct was two Scousers, Alvin Martin and Ian Bishop. They were, Scousers are good, aren't they? Scousers yeah, are good. I mean, Alvin Martin is really good. I've seen him do a similar oh, right. kind of thing. He's excellent. Ian Bishop might be a bit expensive to fly over. <laughs> my fan of a podcast. <laughs> He's a fan we'll of the it. show. He's a fan <laughs> of the show. A fan and a friend of the show. <laughs> Um, all right, we'll have a few months to think about that. Uh, so on this podcast, the Hayden first Fox, one... Let's get Hayden Fox here just to, so he can piss up the bar. <laughs> we just re- <laughs> we'll just reunite the Christmas party of 98. Yes! And we'll go back Sugar to the Reef. same venue. It was Sugar Reef, wasn't it? <laughs> In Piccadilly. That's still there as a bar venue, Is I it think. still called so Sugar Reef? Uh, no, no, that's longer. What if we could reunite Hayden but Fox There's a little the blue bar. plaque above where Hayden Fox pissed. And <laughs> <laughs> this spot in 1998... <laughs> A long forget on Australian ginger defender. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe we could just reunite Christmas parties from days yonder. Yeah, yeah, that would be funny. The one it? where Trevor Sinclair walked over a car. That was in Romford. We that can Romford. do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Getting your Ruddock back in there. Yeah, 
Oh, it'd, it'd turn up. Um, cool. On this episode, the first one of Volume 3, we're going to talk about new signings, uh, pre-season, how that's been. Uh, Sam has survived, and then we're just going to generally riff on our predictions for this season. Um, we have got some more news in that this season... We're looking for sponsors. Yes. We have bills to pay, unfortunately, <laughs> after two years of having this uh, studio facility for free. In Radioville. Radioville. Like, very kind, very kindly. We, we need to start. We need to actually start uh, handing over some money. So here's what you can do. If you're interested in sponsoring this podcast, or you know someone who might be interested in speaking this podcast, email podcast at kumb.com. And we will send you back some details about how you can get involved. Uh, there's going to be slots for you to get involved with sponsors, uh, sponsoring the show. But also there's going to be additional extras such as the live events. Like we said, there's going to be yeah. some sort of VIP treatment for that. And mm. a hand job. And for and a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> I will just meet me down on the docks. There'll be instructions of where to meet me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, get in touch no, with you. Gnomes on board. Gnomes <laughs> sign up. First one. First one on the newsletter. He's just texted. He's just, <laughs> he's just, <laughs> he's gone out. <laughs> <laughs> if you're interested in sponsoring yeah get in touch podcast at kumb.com and in fact that email address is still going strong so if you've got any other feedback about the show that's how you can get in touch podcast at kumb yeah. we've got quite a good reach I think so uh, it yeah. could be good for all of us we actually have some stats yeah. which I will send to you yeah. <laughs> if you're interested uh, I'll leave that up to you alright let's talk about new signings this summer we've seen a, a great glut of new players coming in uh, as we outlined at the top of the show with that uh, ridiculously expensive voiceover blew the budget in the first two minutes of the new series on that um, but new signings Rio what do you think any of those uh, impress you I'm impressed by most of them to be honest mm. if not all uh, good mixture of youth um the obligatory World Cup star who said we, we said we weren't going to sign. Huh. He said, we're not going to touch him on a World Cup. It's too dodgy a market. Here's 15 million quid. Let's have it for next year. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I th- there's a lot of promise there. I mean, I'm, I think out of all of them, it's not Valencia that strikes me as the most promising. It's Diego Pollo. Yeah. That's what I'm most mm. interested in seeing. Yeah. And hopefully he'll get a decent run in the side at some point and uh, reinforce his credentials from Charlton. Yeah, yeah it's funny. that I generally... Don't hear. I had two texts or three texts that day from people going, "Oh, gutted, you know, that you've signed him because I've seen him play last season, and they said there's so much promise about him." And that's, you know, you, I don't ever get kind of. No one's ever uh, gutted about anyone we signed. <laughs> it's the first time anyone's ever gone, "Shit, West Ham signed, signed a good player." <laughs> so it was, uh, yeah, it's quite nice to to get that. So I'm yeah. excited by him. On the other end of the spectrum, I've got a couple of mates who are Arsenal season ticket holders, and they were like, yes, we've got rid of Cole Jenkinson. I'm so happy about Jenko. that. Jenko. Jenko, the other end of the spectrum. Um, but he might be good. Yeah. Isn't that the kind of player we want? Yeah, exciting player. Yeah, like Champions League experience. He's an England international. Yeah. Young-ish. Yeah. Usually we get Arsenal players. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Ticks all the boxes. Usually we get Arsenal players at the very end of their careers. Yeah. You know, well, his injury, it might be. <laughs> Um, so anyone else Zarate James are you looking forward to that yeah if well if he's given some help up there he's not a lone he's not a lone forward is he yeah so uh, he's going to need he's going to need a hand and hopefully with our brand new flowing attacking football yeah he'll be happy there yeah do you have any concerns Rio that the rumour is that Zarate is a David Sullivan signing rather than a big Sam signing do you think he's going to get his chance Uh, I think he'll get his chance whether he's the right player to fit into our system at the moment is a different matter mm, yeah. uh, I, I saw him a little glimpse of him on Saturday and went to the friendly and he's got this the army like ability to run into the blind alleys and not release the ball which I just think other dice after two or three games will just ditch him Yeah. but if he can make an impact early doors I think it'll be alright yeah there's that horrible I told you so isn't there about yeah. what what Allardyce I think, seems to do I think that's quite a lot well, well I told you wouldn't fit Wellington Paulista who was quite a similar kind of stocky short striker who was a Sullivan signer who never yeah. got a look in yeah despite what allegedly quite a hard work rate I think he's alright he comes with a much better pedigree than that though so yeah. it's going to be hard for, uh, not for Allardyce to ignore that yeah <laughs> um, Aaron Cressel James yes I'm excited by it I, I get ex- basically I get excited by every signing <laughs> <laughs> So and I, I've been since a kid. I always get excited by every I, by every signing, and especially if they're young. 
and that kind of thing young and yeah. British so I'm quite excited yeah. by him and I hope he'll be good yeah. we need someone there yeah uh, and Chikute did, was he playing yeah he yeah. played the, uh, I think it was the whole of the first half on Saturday and looked very very good indeed yeah very strong really solid like a better D-Army he's like D-Army on on fire basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah, he looks like a really good solid player, and I think he'll do an excellent job in front of the defence next year. Is it, so, was he playing just in front of the defence? Yeah, to? yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, yeah, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, times. Yeah, I feel like we've kind of done well in the transfer market. Yeah, we've done all right. You know, when you look, when we talk about transfers, we've actually yeah we've done we've made some good ones. I was saying to Ria beforehand that I think it's fair to say there's quite there's a bit of a dark cloud over the club at the moment. It feels like, yeah. but I, some, I sometimes think that maybe that's just Twitter because when you talk to yeah. other people, like who aren't on Twitter, yeah. who aren't dealing with like who are churning all this bad vibes every day, yeah. they're like, yeah, we made some good signs. We're quite excited about it. Yeah, because news stories are now made on stuff that wouldn't you wouldn't usually care about. Like even mm. if it's things like. You know the sh- the shop has run out of shirts, and that becomes a story on Twitter. People go, "Oh, typical West Ham shop has run out of shirts." And it just everything snowballs because mm. of it. There's so much negativity. I mean, it's driven me nuts a little bit this summer because so much is analysed, which mm. means so little. I mean, I know the preseason hasn't been great, but when we do have good preseasons, it doesn't reflect our season at all. You know, and everyone can watch the matches now, they stream the matches, you see everything all the time, and everything becomes so constantly negative, and it just drives me nuts. Mm. Literally drives me nuts. I mean, the polls about should Allardyce stay or not, it's, let's just give it a few matches. <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> We've got to start the season. Why, let's be behind them at least at the start. Let's wait until 20 minutes in before we're booing. <laughs> <laughs> give it 20 Jesus. minutes. Jesus. Do, do you share those? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, social media is a complete nightmare during the summer. Mm. And it's, it's bad at the best of times. But this year, I mean, Cresswell made his debut against Stevenage. He, I think, misplaced one pass. And it was rife with, like, why have we signed this piece of crap? Which I suppose with four million quid on him. And just thinking, he's, he's played five minutes. You're trying to kill the bug already, no? Mm. And it's just like Facebook, Twitter, it's just abysmal. Yeah. yeah, it is pretty depressing. There was there's a guy on there, uh, Fat Sam Out, I believe his Twitter yeah. handle is. I'm not sure what point he's trying to make. <laughs> I think it's, uh, I think that he wants Big Sam Out. Oh right, <laughs> it's cryptic. Had a, had a cryptic name. I thought uh, it was a post money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was out. Sorry. Just yeah. let everybody know. Just the so, one issue he's and got. So he was like, like he literally will hit you know yeah. anything you need, any tiny bit of rope, he'll try and hang West Ham at a minute, and it's like. He was going, oh, yeah, he won't play our best player. And then literally the next day, Ravel Morrison was in prison. And there's all these things you just think, what's also mainly, what's he going to do about his Twitter name if Big Sam does go? Well, he's going to have to change it. <laughs> what's he going to become? Maybe just follows him around whatever club he manages. <laughs> but it's that kind of guy, you give it three matches and his new Twitter name will be the next manager out. Yeah. I mean, give it a break, mate. Yeah. Have it- a day off. <laughs> In terms of uh, like social media storms this summer, I think we should probably give a, a mention to David Gold favourites in that tweet that said, uh, "I hope I hope Sam gets sacked today." <laughs> there was, a, I think, you know, Paddy Power re- retweeted that, and it kind of was unfortunate. Know. And then David Gold said, "Oh, sorry, I was jet lagged, and I was just going through these tweets, and I favourited one by accident." And, but there was a good 24 hours where he was booting off because yeah, he was jet lagged because he was jet lagged he was asleep he was catching up in his sleep yeah, he's not a young man anymore he's, he's yeah. a bit of a kip doesn't he you know? yeah. it's like... just the fact he can use Twitter is impressive <laughs> I mean that is true if anything you know just shows he's using it himself yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't got an assistant storming a teacup mate yeah That's, exactly if you look through your favourites there's all kinds of is darkness it? have you done that no <laughs> such a why would you bother <laughs> That's why so much is analysed. Yeah. Like you just go, they're going back through people's favourites. There was that one about um, about Diego about because oh, yeah, when he was wrote, at Brighton yeah. or something when he was supporting Brighton and he was against West Ham. People going, I can't believe he said this. I mean, come on! It was like three, four years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was also the day we beat them six 0 Yeah, at home. I mean, some prick's gone back through his internet history and gone, oh, this scumbag, yeah. he hasn't supported West Ham forever, like every player that ever plays for West Ham. How dare he? I know. Fuck off. And like, you think about the reverse of that, like, West Ham fans at one point would have slagged off Paolo Di Canio. 
Like if he was playing for Sheffield Wednesday yeah. or something like that. No doubt. Yeah. Mad, isn't it? In fact, this reminds me actually of something. When, as part of my stag do, Chris very kindly uh, made me wear a Chelsea shirt. Not just a yeah. Chelsea shirt. No, it was no. a, oh, Chris and Paul did. Uh, Paul did, actually. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Paul, one of my best men, made me wear a Chelsea shirt, which was a small as well. So, I mean, Chelsea, the club I despise the yeah. most. And then Chris took the picture and tweeted it, a prick. <laughs> and uh, David Gold favourited it. David Gold favourited it. <laughs> and, then, and then I was on the phone to a well-known West Ham journalist who now runs a website. And he goes, oh, I hear... I hear uh, and this is how things are ridiculous here. Uh, someone told me Chris supports Chelsea anyway. What? And I was like... <laughs> what is that? A well-known West Ham journalist who has his own blog. <laughs> and, and I was like... I forgot to tell him. I was like, what? No, he doesn't. What are you, what are you talking about? And then I put two and two together. And because you tweeted a picture of me in that Chelsea top on my stag do, they then assumed wow. that one of us supported Chelsea. I mean, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> they don't dress you up in your finest garbs and your stag do. <laughs> Fucking hell. I mean, that's bad, isn't it? Do you know what? But I blame you for that anyway. Part of the problem is there's too much, there's too much time without football. People just, they're looking around for anything to analyse, aren't yeah. they? Because they're just like, we will need a game of football to have a look at. And like people just looking at anything to create a new story. Um, we should talk about Andy Carroll, don't we? We'll talk about yeah. new signings. Yeah. Rio. Rio, yeah. Andy Carroll. Uh, I'm absolutely devastated for him, to be honest. And for us, because, mm. let's face it, Colton is a lumbering oath and we can do without, to be honest. Oh, he's a bit of a cult hero, but... Mm. <laughs> just watch the ball go up to him and watch it bounce away with, yeah. with Carroll the ball goes up to him it sticks it, he heads it on finds a West Ham player mm. so we've got when is it November yeah for four months if it is, I can see it happening all <laughs> over again it's mad isn't it <laughs> November mad, becomes December it? becomes January <laughs> what was your what was your reaction James to Andy Carroll's injury it's uh, just so very predictable isn't it you almost laugh don't you it's just I like, know you do but I I do. I genuinely feel gutted for him, as Rio says, yeah. because I think he seems like a good bloke, and he does make a difference to yeah. us. And he, I think he's a decent player. And it's a, it's a gutter. And I remember when we saw what we remember when people go, "Oh God, we shouldn't have signed him for all that money." I was so excited that we we're spending lots of money on an England international, yeah. Andy Carroll. That was one of the most exciting signings the past few seasons. Yeah. And at that time, all the West Ham fans were pretty much going. It's the right move. This is brilliant. We're finally in the big mm. league. And the fact, you know, in retrospect, everyone's going, oh, we spent too much money. I mean, even David Sullivan, you just think, we're all excited. We yeah. wanted him to do well. And he has done well when he's been playing. But, so, by the time he comes back, he's going to be, he would have been out for like a season and a bit. And he haven't he, he's got four or five years on his contract? Five, probably? He'll be, so well yeah. He'll be so well rested. He's going to be well rested over <laughs> the summer, mate. I've done three games of football since last year. I don't know because you say he's been well rested. I mean, David Gold had that little jet lag meltdown, and Aaron has been around the world this summer, hasn't he? He's been yeah. in Dubai, he's been New Zealand, New Zealand, yeah. Florida. He had a nice holiday actually, didn't he? Mexico. Yeah, with his lovely bird. <laughs> right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's touch on Ravel because obviously he's been arrested again. Yeah. Um, where do you think that leaves him in terms of coming back into the team? Do you think? Do you think we're done with him? I think if there's one club in the world that will continue to take a chance on him, it's us. Mm. Um, not just because we're desperate, yeah. uh, desperate for a creative midfielder. I just think we've invested time and effort. Uh, despite the fact that he's wearing Arsenal shirts on top of everything else now, it's just mm. we we he seems to like the club. We well, I'd say David Gold and David Sullivan seem to want him to be the fulcrum of the move to the Olympic Stadium. Mm. So I think we'll persist with him. Do you think he'll sort his act out? I mean, putting putting the the arrest to one side, there's obviously a lot of stuff that's gone on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, how many more chances are you going to give somebody? Um, Eventually, the penny's got to drop for him. you just got to hope it's going to be this time and not two or three times down the line when it's mm. it could be a long prison sentence. Yeah. But where, where do you sit, James? If he is found guilty of doing what they say he's done, then he is done for me. Really? Simple as that. Yeah. Um, and if he's not? If, it, if, he's, if he's found not guilty, then he should be, we should try again and try again and try again. Yeah. I mean, he's an idiot, isn't he? 
Uh, he's in the album himself wearing these different shirts. But what do you want that your just, take that on is that? Just, well, it's just common sense, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is just common sense. I mean, for me, the day, the night after the hearing, do you know what I mean? To tweet that, it was just like crazy timing. Because he doesn't... He, like, he's, he's obviously guided, but he doesn't think. That's the best way of saying it. Yeah. And if he has done what they say he's done, if he said the words that he said he they have then I'd be done with him because he's that doesn't that kind of person shouldn't be paid so much money to play for a club that I love but also I think you made a good point earlier this summer you said let's not forget Sir Alex Ferguson one of the greatest managers to ever live gave up on him so I mean mean, what chance has anyone else got he wasn't playing at the end of the QPR uh, run was he, he yeah. wasn't and another team. one of the world's greatest managers Harry Rinnett obviously couldn't get the best out of him so there's something rotten mm. and I don't so. think with the way I just don't know who can sort it out yeah. I hope for I hope for his sake he sorts his head out and someone does sort it out I'd love it to be of us yeah. uh, but I can't actually see it happening okay um, let's move on to talk about new kits Rio like them the new Arsenal one with Phil's wearing. <laughs> I thought it was a third kit. I've only got a fourth in now. Oh no, I forgot. I forgot. I support Chelsea. Uh, yeah, Rio like them. Yeah, the home kit I absolutely love. Yeah, love the yellow throwback to the eighty-five, eighty-six. Mm. Uh, it's a bit figure hugging. Not that I've tried it. <laughs> I've been told by numerous people. Uh, the blue one. It's mauve, bottom. isn't it? Officially mauve. No, the second one. Oh, the second one. Like the old Thunderbird stripe. Yeah, yeah. yeah not my cup of tea, but yeah. it's all right. And the, the mauve one, purple, whatever it's called, it's fine. Yeah. Know? I know it's, you have a storm on the social media. What's purple got to do with West Ham? Yeah. But I mean, it's a monkey. It's just let's, a shirt. T- let's talk about yeah. one of the big controversies of this new kit the, the blue shorts. Oh, the blue, sh- the yeah, blue, blue home shorts, Rhea. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen blue home shorts. No, never. It took me back a bit. I thought. Bit of a mistake, didn't like it, but saw it Saturday, and I think after five matches, people won't give a toss. What yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure about the, the socks. The, what, how oh, blue socks, socks is just wrong. Well, that, no, didn't they the have blue socks on on the home? I know, no, the, stripe, the home kit, it's a stripe. Too much stripe going on. Yeah, <laughs> that's the eyes. I thought it's too much stripes. It's strobing. If I have an epileptic fit, I'm suing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because there's a stripy socks and a stripy top. Yeah. I thought it's too much. It's just simplify. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we should have, have a shout. Well, like out, have a shout out to Sutso oh, Sutso on the uh, KMB forum who nailed these kits down. Yeah, he did months in advance. He said, "This is what we're going to have," and he absolutely called it. No, he's a genius. He's, he's a genius. genius. Isn't he? Yeah. Does he design kits? Um, no, but he should do. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, what one are you going to get, James? Uh, I suspect I'll get the home kit. Really? You yeah. actually, you I'll get, get a third kit. Yeah. Just, to, just to wear about town. Uh, nobody not... else ever wears it. Rio, are you going to get the goalie kit? Oh, I uh, love that goalie kit. Oh, yeah. We should talk about that. I love that kit. If it I... had short sleeves. <laughs> I just think Adrian's arm's going to be furious and he's going to come in with grass stains up here. And all that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not going to get this out of there. It's not for me. Yeah, no, I like that goalie kit. Um, Graham was saying he was going to get that goalie kit wasn't he really yeah what as a bet or no he just <laughs> said we never go- he goes I'm going to get he preferred it to the what came out first the away kit that's why they always do that don't they do they release the away kit first because it's like oh look at the excitement of a new kit and they think people will buy, buy the away kit more than they would normally would that's I think this, this year they release it in um, how rubbish they are basically because last yeah. year's one the Home kit was all right, but the away one was better. And the away one come out, so yeah. this time, away ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of kits, I've just just remembered when we signed Zarate. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. And they uh, the picture of him signing the club. They'd obviously gone down the shop, and all that was left was, was the X X X X, 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 X. <laughs> <laughs> Dug one of them out, and it was huge. It was like a duvet. You just imagine our marketing team just going, "Oh, oh God. fuck's sake!" Hold out the collars. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't got any medium. We haven't had any mediums left since Christmas. <laughs> Do you think they've sorted the fucking act out this year? Stop getting so many XLs, for God's sake! Get more mediums, obviously. Those triple XLs. Oh, are big. 
I know. The marketing team did go on Twitter afterwards and start going, when are this club going to sort out this shitty fucking merchandise routine? We can't get whatever size you want. Yeah. Just as a whinge, you know, because they're just joining in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's this like? What's this point here? New merchandise. Uh, no, I just saw no, I can't remember what it was. I saw some ridiculous. Oh, there's a quality thing. one. It's the carrot and blue lilo. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was trying to remember what the new what the new onesie was. <laughs> <laughs> carrot and blue lilo is funny. Um, who's who's the star of the new West Ham uh, catalogue then? I don't know if it had any. Uh... They haven't replaced Rat, have they? No. Mm. Sure they they, won't, they don't usually do those. Ravel Morrison, the competition winner in the centre hat. Yeah. They won't. At Christmas, <laughs> we can look forward to something to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> no, who gets to who's who's the gimp that gets to wear the Christmas hat <laughs> and the rubbish West Ham merchandise? Yeah, we should have a we should have a, some sort of lottery for that. On should you pick who's most likely to look the biggest twat in the Christmas? I bet they'll get one of the new guys, yeah. Mike Cresswell. Yeah. Yeah, oh, Poirier is quite photogenic. He's a very good-looking young man. Yeah, but he wouldn't. But he's too clever to to, to, to pose <laughs> in shorts about Lilo. <laughs> oh, I, I just think I'd do it to reveal again, just to yeah. teach him a lesson for being a naughty boy. Yeah, <laughs> that's his community service. Yeah, modelling yeah. the new ankle bracelet. <laughs> um, let's talk about Sam. So Sam is, is still in the job, Rio. Um, obviously, it looked like it was a close-run thing, didn't it, earlier this summer? Um, are you happy that he's still in the job? I'm not disappointed I mean he was there to fulfil a task of keeping us up he's done it mm. uh, it's not pretty to watch at times but we haven't been pretty to watch for about 15 years so mm. but um, he's promised attacking football must have been a hell of a powerpoint presentation he presented uh, so yeah, yeah I mean we were, we were never going to realistically get rid of him the longer yeah. it dragged on it's just, he just knew he was going to stay but he's got a year left hasn't he so yeah I mean, let's, not, let's see how he gets on, I guess. Yeah. we give him a new one. Um, James, are you excited about Teddy Sheridan? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I hope it's not just a gimmick. It always feels like a gimmick, doesn't it? I think for Sam, it's almost win-win. Because if he plays attacking football, as he's been asked to, and we win, he'll go, well, I could always play attacking football. I'm your man. You know, yeah. I've been given resources. I've done what I've asked. If we play attacking football and we lose, he'll just go, well, the owners asked me to play attacking football. So I think, you know, mm. either way, he's going to win out of it. And I think the thing is with Sam, I hope he doesn't do stuff just to prove a point that we suspect he did when he put all the youngsters out against Nottingham Forest. Yeah. And I hope he doesn't go hang, you know, Zerati out to dry, for instance, just because, well, you wanted him to play. Let's put him yeah. up front. You, on, you always get that sense that he might just do that mm. just to prove a point. Yeah. And, you know, he's... Even if he goes, you know, in a month, six months, at the end of the season, some Premier League team will always hire him. He will always yeah. be in the Premier League. There's no doubt in my mind that he wouldn't go to Burnley or to the other teams up there that have come up because he will keep you in there. So it's win-win for him. So I hope he's taken mm. that the right way and he's gone, right, I'm going to really go for it. I'm going to prove them all wrong. We're going to have a great season. We're going to play well. And I'm going to prove it. I'm a manager that can play attacking football. Yeah. That, um, hmm. Do you, I mean, what's your take, Rio, on Teddy Sheridan? Do you think he's actually going to bring anything to the table and change things around? No, not at mm. all. Um, one of the things we criticise for a lot is our lack of pace. Mm. So bringing in someone who's quite possibly one of the slowest forwards I've ever seen in my life <laughs> isn't going to teach any uh, any yeah. decent habits in that term. Um, it's just a gimmick, isn't it? It's, like, it's another thing, though, like people saying West Ham legend Teddy Sheridan's come to help. He was never a West Ham legend. That, that was that season when we didn't have anyone else up front. <laughs> that sounds him. familiar. <laughs> and his yeah. game was basically purely on brain instinct. Yard in the head. Yeah. Mm. And you can't coach that. You can't coach mm. someone to be intelligent and move off the ball that way. You know, yeah. it's, that, like I said, that is instinct. Yeah. There's a funny thing in the... I it's like Velociraptor. It's a, instinct. <laughs> I think it's Paul Ince's book. Paul Ince talks about like having a training session with Glenn Hoddle. And put the, Paul Ince plays like a like a forty yard ball to someone, and they bring it down. And, put, and Glenn Hoddle goes, "Stop, stop the session, stop the session." He goes, "Now, Paul, when you play a forty yard ball like that, put loads of backspin on it so it stops dead on the floor, and he pings it." And Paul Ince just looks back at him and just goes, "How the fuck am I going to do that?" And it's like <laughs> Glenn Hoddle was trying to teach him something that he like was just like a ridiculous skill that only he had. And maybe that is like Rios is the same with Teddy Sheringham. 
But sh- I mean, Sam is such a big character. There's nothing that Teddy Sheridan's going to be able to do to kind of change. Like Red Re- Nat bringing in Hoddle, for instance. Yeah. Who knows how that will work out? But you kind is of he think- actually done so that's official, is it? I think so. Is it official? Yeah. It's the rhyme, uh, something official, but it's definitely a rumor. But but just just think that Sam would never do that, would he? So Teddy, I can't help. It just seems a bit, all a bit half-assed. Yeah. Like let's get him in, and he only does like two days a week or something. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> he's the <really>? face. <laughs> It's like part time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. yeah. It's a it's a weird one. You wonder if it was Sam's idea as well. It actually, whether it was in his presentation or not. What do, what does what hasn't helped is this constant undermining of Sam. Yeah. By the owners, yeah. you know, and it's kind of if they've stuck with him, they've decided to stick with him, they've given him the new brief. Let's all just support him. Yeah. and see how it goes there's no point absolutely no point undermining he's not going to walk they're not going to sack him what, what, what's but the point they, yeah. it doesn't look any. it doesn't make anyone look good but they do it because they know what everyone like they're fans essentially and they can see what we can see and obviously we're like the fans vocally at points are not happy with the way we play football and they're obviously not happy so they want to communicate the fact they're not happy however because they want to show the fans they sympathise with them but the consequence of that is that um, t- Big Sam is undermined because it kind of sets them apart from him so they're in a they're in a tough situation but I think ultimately you're right they shouldn't they shouldn't say anything and us fans to just know they've got the best interest of the club at heart but obviously that's not the case especially not with social media and all the rest of it Rio what do you think about it all? Yeah. I think completely agree with you they've created a really awkward situation they can't afford to sack him because they've given an X amount contract, which is really expensive. He's still uh, very stubborn and won't resign. Mm. So we're we're caught in the middle of in the middle of no man's land mm. and just sitting there thinking, which one of you is going to crack first? Yeah. But no one will crack until the actual contract ends. Oh, the, all the results are bad enough that there's outright mutiny in the stands. Because if we finished on we 15th, 16th, they'll still be happy because we're still in the Premier League mm. and the money's still there. It's only if we, like you say, we are desperate and we're root bottom that mm. they'll actually take the action. But who are we going to bring in? Yeah, we da- come back to that, don't we? David Moyes, six-year contract. But even, like, some people do go, oh, yeah, Moyes would be great. But he doesn't play that much better football. And he's a Dow yeah. Northerner. <laughs> I don't think West Ham fans <laughs> like Dow Northerners. But you take Pardew back, Rio? No, no, of course not. Yeah. Even under him, it was pretty awful. Apart from the it season we went up. Yeah. Uh, sorry, first season the, back uh, in the Premier League. The 05 06 season. Where which we was just... absolutely amazing because of the yeah. cup run and the way we started. Yeah. The two years before were really, really it was shockingly bad. Bad, yeah. I mean, no football fans happy. We do, we do talk about yeah, this. Yeah, we go like, Man City people were going yesterday. Man City fans were going, I can't believe we've paid all this money to come in and watch this shit. Mate, you've been winning the Premier Premier <laughs> titles. <laughs> yeah, that was the worst defeat for three years. Yeah, wasn't it? That was right. Fucking hell! They used hell. to get done by Borough like seven nit one on the last day of the season. <laughs> I no, know. think about where you've come from. Yeah, but yeah. then it's not, so they're not happy and they're up there. So I don't know. Even if you brought in someone and we were yeah. up there, we'd find something to moan about. But it does get pretty poisonous at Upton Park, and I think with at the moment Sam hasn't got any goodwill from the fans. And we've got a tough start. He's got some from me. Has he? Yeah. What percentage? I'm still, I'm sticking, I'm still keeping optimistic about it. Yeah. I think, I always said he deserved this season. Yeah. Let's see what he does. But I mean, if we lose four or five on the bounce, then I think he, I think he might go. And it'd be so poisonous. Because like, if if we lose against Spurs at home first game, I think it'll be quite tetchy. I think we're lucky we've actually got Spurs the first game because everyone's going to be behind the, the team anyway yeah, you're right. yeah. because of the, uh, the yeah. opposition. Yeah, yeah. Any other one, we would have been walking into an absolute nightmare. Yeah. God, let's see. Let's see what happens. Um, we should touch on people who have left the club over the summer. Matt Taylor, both sad to see him go. In a way, yeah, he, he came into his own a little bit last season, but mm. we do need to... He isn't a player we should be... He's a, be looking to the future with no, but he not. did. I feel like he did us well. I'm you know, good luck to him. He won most improved player, I think. Really. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and it, mm. his performances last year were really solid. Yeah, um, he did really well. But as a club, we've got to move on and replace these older players with the likes of Poye. So, yeah. 
he's left Poyo's come in I'm more than happy yep. yeah good good luck Matty alright let's go on to predictions we've got some celebrity star guests doing predictions for you firstly he appeared on volume 2 of the podcast it's Mark Ward here's Mark Ward Hello, Hammers fans. This is Mark Ward speaking with his predictions for the forthcoming season. I predict the mid-table finish, hopefully to the uh, places better off than last season. I predict um, the finish 10th in the Premier League. Thank you. See you all soon. So that's what Mark Ward had to say. Mid-table. Wardy. Wardy. Would you take that, Rio, mid-table? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> let's, see, uh, let's see what Tony Cotty former striker, friend of the show, has got to say, here he is. It's Tony Cotty speaking, sorry I can't be with you guys tonight, I'm uh, on a golf day and I've obviously got to be, do a little bit of socialising after you finish golf, so I do apologise, I can't speak to you guys live tonight, but um, with regards to predictions for the season, I think it's going to be a tough season for the Hammers, um, obviously made a couple of uh, decent signings, uh, the likes of Diati, Zarati, and Valencia when he's fit, I think the biggest signings for the club, but um, I still think it's going to be difficult getting all those guys you know, fit and, and slotted into the team. So, uh, tough start to the season. Spurs, Liverpool and Manchester United in the first six games. So, I think it's going to be a tough start. But I still expect us to finish between 10th and 15th this season. So, no season uh, gloom, relegation, etc. I think we'll be OK, albeit after a difficult start. So, my prediction, 12th in the Premier League. And uh, let's hope Andy Carroll gets back fit, gets back in the team as soon as possible. So, uh, good luck to all the Hammers. Enjoy the season. And no doubt I'll speak to you guys soon. Cheers, James. Come on, you irons. That was Tony Cotty, James. Yep, between 10 and 15. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's, so he's given himself quite a fair, I know, a fair spread. Yeah. <laughs> but, tough oh, he start. Did say 12. Tough, yeah, start. tough start. And he's happy with our signing. So, you know, I think we're broadly in agreement. But I would hope that we can do better than 10th to 15th. Um, my mate is doing a Burnley podcast and he said he has listened to our today he was listening to our start of the season last year and all the predictions were like 7th <laughs> <laughs> other well, we than mine I think like we're, a... we're, we're, we're ridiculously optimistic yeah we did have a very you know I think after the end of our first season of the Premiership we were doing alright we? we were yeah. beating teams and so it's like oh. then we got Andy Carroll's signed so Boy, that uh, that turns around. <laughs> I know, but this. But we did this, say that we got to the semi-final of a cup, and I remember us saying last year that we were going to get have a good cup run. Yeah, I don't feel like that way that now. I don't feel like we'll have a good cup run now. No, we had a good cup run last season. Yeah, no, we didn't yeah. last season, but I don't feel this season we will. No. I'm, I'm sure I said in the corresponding mm. podcast last year we'd get to a cup semi-final and gloriously get annihilated, <laughs> which yeah, which was true. Yeah, yeah you we said did. we'd win the Champions League, Rio. <laughs> You're, oh, this, good, this you're, you're off your tits. Said we win the World Cup. Um, let's have another prediction now from the star of Good Morning Britain and celebrity football booker for the KMB West Ham podcast, <laughs> uh, Ben Shepherd. That's who he's got to say. Look, there's Chris. How are you, Jen? It's Ben Shepherd here. Just thought I'd phone up and uh, give you some thoughts on the coming season. Um, like most West Ham fans, ever the optimist at the start of the season. Nothing's gone wrong yet. Sure, Andy Carroll being unfit, Carl Tenkerton getting an injury, and then Valencia obviously going to miss the opening couple of days. Apart from that, I think that uh, nothing's gone wrong just yet. Well, uh, looking forward to Saturday. Uh, obviously, when you look at the fixture list, I think our first four games are crucial. Uh, two seasons ago, we got off to a crappy start last year, not so great. Getting a little bit of momentum is the important. Obviously, the three wins against Spurs last year, as Sam said himself, um, kept Sam in the job and saved that season. It was uh, brilliant to beat Spurs three times. It was cracking to get off that sort of start. Uh, Palace always going to be tricky, um, but I fancy a chance against Palace. Southampton, obviously, hugely different side to the side that played so well last season, so I fancy us to get the points against them. There we go. That was Ben's prediction. Solid. Um, let's talk about our own predictions in the studio now, Rio. Uh, firstly, yourself. Where are we going to finish? And will you be miserable at the end of the season? Uh, I'm always miserable anyway, so nothing's going to change in that score. <laughs> uh, we're going to finish ninth. And just like last season, we're going to get to a cup semi-final and lose in suspicious circumstances. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> what, like a, mur- <laughs> like a murder? <laughs> 
Isis turn up. <laughs> we'll have a player just some players go missing before a kickoff. Um, James, thoughts? I remember last year you said uh, we'll win the Premiership by a record amount of points. <laughs> what was it? Yeah, two hundred and sixty-five points. <laughs> okay. uh, I think we'll probably do the treble. <laughs> And we'll get a late entry into the Champions League. <laughs> and we'll win Eurovision. <laughs> and we'll win Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> Sam will ring. I bet Sam does karaoke. Oh, yeah, Massa. He's Northern. Yeah, I love that. Um, do they? I don't know. <laughs> know. Generalisation. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think, though? Come on. Uh, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to be, I think, I'm pretty certain it's the 13th last year. I'm going to be slightly more optimistic and say 12th. 12th. I'd be happy with 12th. Yeah. Uh, I think. Yes. Um, will Sam stay? Maybe we should ask that as well. Yeah. Oh. I don't think he will. I think we've got a bad run in us. Just being pessimistic. I think I think five games in a row and he'll go because it will just the, the fans are, are out of patience. Rio, do you think he will survive the season? I think he'll be uh, at the end of this year, definitely. Really? And probably the whole of next year as well. Wow. James? Yeah, right? I think he will. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to err on the side of optimism as always. All right. And say he's going to stay... That guy's got his Twitter account, Big Fat Sam out, is going to really, yeah. <laughs> going to really piss him off. <laughs> if only for that. If only yeah. to piss that dickhead off. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> it's enough. That's enough. All right, let's move oh, on. Oh, and sorry, quarterfinals, I'm going to say. Quarterfinals of what? Of the uh, Milk Cup. And how will we go out? Of a Zenith Data Systems Cup. <laughs> will it be suspicious circumstances? <laughs> unexplained <laughs> circumstances? Uh, yes, I think there'll be... A mystery. <laughs> we can get that dog, that, the new and recorded dog. <laughs> we'll solve the mystery of why we went out. Um, okay, let's talk about Spurs on Saturday. I'm excited about this. I'm excited about the I'm season really starting. I'm really excited. But obviously, I can't wait for it all to just yep. dis- end in disappointment. Rio, uh, Spurs on Saturday. Kat, what do you think is going to happen? The sun's shining. The beers will be yeah. flowing. Yeah. We're going to win again. And they're going to go home as miserable as sin. <laughs> oh, God. Imagine that. Perfect day, in a way. Perfect day. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to go for... What's your prediction? You didn't give your... What, for where we're finished? Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, I think we'll probably finish 10th, like top. I think it's 10th. Tenth. But I don't think Sam will last the season, and I think he'll, he'll be gone by Christmas. Mackay? Malky Mackay? I don't think it'll be Mackay. The saviour? I don't think it'll be Mackay. It'll probably be some, like, Felix McGaff-type European that we've never heard of. No, it'll be like Neil McDonald. That, that's what will happen. Really? Yeah. Oh. No, what's the West... I can't even remember what the West Brom manager's... Alan Irving. Alan Irving, Alan yeah. Irving he'll, be, he'll be doing so well at West Brom, we'll poach him. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll get relegated. It's, been, it's a weird season for managers just to talk about the rest of the Premiership for a minute. Gary Monk at Swansea, Alan yeah. Irving, and the... I mean, who are these people? It's good, isn't it? That's what that's what know. we want. Is it? By British. I like I like to know my managers. Like I don't I don't feel like I know who these people are. Yeah. Well then you've got the other other end of the scale, haven't you? I mean Ronald Koeman, big yeah. household name comes in, finds out he hasn't got a squad. I know. Yeah. Let's talk about Southampton for a second. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's quite a bit of enjoyment at seeing their demise, right? Yes. They did go into administration, didn't they, not so long ago. So yeah. it's kinda of like in a way, it serves them right. <laughs> <laughs> What's weird about them as well? Ten million for Fraser Forster. They've lost yeah. the, all their outfield players. Why are they get Boric was, wasn't the worst. No, just a weird no. one. Just a weird one to make. But I quite like Ford. I hope they go down in a weird way. Yeah, especially I hope that guy who drinks red wine at the Black Lion comes <laughs> yeah. to Southampton match again, <laughs> crying into his Chardonnay. Yeah, tears in Shiraz. <laughs> <laughs> um, going back to the Spurs game, James. Uh, I'm going to go for uh, one or. Yeah, who's going to and is Ener Valencia fit? Do we know that he's not? He said he would be, but we don't right. know, do we? He says he is. Sam reckons he isn't. So he, didn't, he didn't play against Sam Doria, did he? No, no, he, he won't see him till probably November. Mm. Just when Carroll's coming back. Yeah, great. Yeah, I really hope Elliot Lee gets a run. He set up the winner, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, and he's had yeah. a great preseason. Yeah. yeah, I hope he's not Freddie Sears. Who's the? Is it Reese Burke? Who's the centre back? Yeah. Yeah, he's the 21 centre back. He's meant to be quite tasty. I haven't seen yeah. him play. It's way too early for him. He's, he's yeah. three, about two or three years too really soon too for him. Yeah. There are good noises, aren't there, about oh, Kevin yeah, over there? Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is quite nice. Yeah. Did Man U poach one? Or was it he's trying to no, poach? No, they're trying, trying to, poach. to yeah. It's who they're trying to poach? It's not, is it Reese Burke? Oh, no. Uh, uh, the 16 year old. Yeah. 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 We don't know. That's the great thing about this podcast informative. <laughs> just make shit up. <laughs> Uh, Joe Mangle. <laughs> They're trying to poach Joe Mangle. 
Uh, so you'll go for one all. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna, I'm, I'm, I like Rio's idea of a, like, a magnificent day of the sun and the beers and beating Spurs. So I'll say 2 0. And if it happens, how many of that be in a row now? Four? Four. 28. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, imagine if it's four. Imagine if we get to four wins in a row of Spurs. Yeah. Imagine it. Wow, we're all looking up. <laughs> Into apocalyptic this would be a, this would be a dream sequence if we had any more budget. Um, but it was all blown on the voiceover at the start of the show. Yeah. What a way to conclude this episode. We are back, volume three. Here we go. All the way to the end of the season now. Don't forget, if you're interested in sponsoring this podcast, you can get in touch at podcast.kumb.com. What and, about BAC, the Windows people? We can yeah. ask Who else? Stuff. Buckter. Buckter. Who else? Avco. There was that rumour about Jiffy Condoms. We'll approach them. Yeah. Dag the Motors. Dag the Motors, yeah. They're still going. They're right. the ones. We'll nailed in. Dag the Motors. They're the ones. Dag the Motors, yeah. That'd be good. What about those guys who do the suits on Pall Mall? Ask please. Ask please. <laughs> <laughs> when you, you were, I used to, didn't we say we had a running joke there? Every time they came up on the big screen, it'd be like, that's your wedding outfit. The nasty yeah. blue navy. Your website didn't work. <laughs> Ask please. Your, if you're listening, your, your website doesn't work. Well, maybe if you sponsor this podcast, we'll assist in any way we can. Chris does websites. <laughs> Not exclusively, if the money's right. Um, yeah. Who else can we get? Is there anyone else we can think of? I'm trying to think. Ad, uh, oh, what was the loans? Avco. Yeah. Avco, are they still yeah. around? No, it's yeah. um, Spobet. Spobet. And JobServe. JobServe. Excel yeah. holidays. Whenever I think of JobServe, I think of Glenn Roder. Because I remember like they get announced as sponsors and then we just flog at everyone in Glenn Roder's face. And... Welcome to the West Ham Museum. Equal amount of charisma as the real Glenn yeah. Roder. Come on, this has gone on. Right, long, right we just right, good. Even more <laughs> shit for ten minutes. Get in touch with the show podcast at kmb.com. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow James on Long as One yes. on Twitter. You can follow myself, Chris Skull. Skull with a C. CJ Skull, Skull with a C. Rio is on Twitter. He's, you're good. Yep, uh, Rio Barlow. Rio Barlow with an E. No, 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 no E. No E. No Rio Barlow without the E. Without the E. Not like the Hacienda. And it's happened again. <laughs> um, who else have we got? Uh, we've got the KMB Forum. Yeah. The KMB Facebook group. And yep. you can follow the G-man, Graham Howlett, on KMB D-O-T-C-O-M. The KUM on porn Twitter. porn site just launched. Yep. Get it. You come. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> what a way to end the first. <laughs> Plumbing new depths. It's volume three of the KMB West Ham podcast. We'll see you next week when we might be happy or miserable. But James is away for the next couple of weeks, so we're going to have a guest co-presenter. It'll be joyous. And uh, it'll be, the, watch, watch the output improve. <laughs> watch the sponsorship. <laughs> we'll see you next week. In the meantime, come on, you guys. Come on, you guys.